0: Hey everyone and welcome back to The News Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So if you've been with us for a while, you know that my rescue pup always records with us and he just got home has been and has been a little less settled than usual. So I apologize in advance if he's making extra noise today. But anywho... I wanted to go over first and foremost right here at the top of the episode, the Fox News trial beginning tomorrow and some kind of important things to note and be aware of as we go into this trial and that way you guys know what you're looking for and kind of have the lay of the land going in. So let's get into the details.
1: Protecting the energy supplies that keep our homes warm innovating for a more sustainable and resource-efficient world, and why more women are needed for the future of engineering. I'm Fran Scott, maker and pyrotechnician, and these are just some of the things I'll be exploring that are making a world of difference in our new series of the Process Automation Podcast from ABB. Tap the button to listen and follow the Process Automation Podcast now.
2: Turo is the world's largest car-sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget. Book an SUV or minivan for a family road trip, a pickup truck for some errands, or even test drive an EV. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Find your drive. Forget boring rental cars at Turo.com.
0: So here's what I think you should be aware of. The trial is expected to take six weeks to complete. As we mentioned last week, the Fox News lawyers already seem to be on thin ice with this judge who has made it pretty clear he doesn't trust them, even almost saying as much, even though this case hinges on Fox News' transparency and honesty. Fox News executives, specifically Rupert Murdoch, are now getting pulled into this drama as well. And, you know, information that doesn't make them look great is coming out and they don't want any part of it. So they are looking to settle. But Dominion is saying, you know what? It'll cost you. And they're looking for about one point six billion dollars in settlement as well as an apology that matches the level at which they claim Fox News spread false claims about Dominion. So let's just say that they can agree Fox News made three false claims on air on primetime. Then Dominion is looking for three on air primetime apologies. Woof. It is really hard to imagine Fox agreeing to these terms, even if it means saving face for their founder. At the end of the day, this case is very important to the American press process. You've got to be able to back up your claims as a journalist, plain and simple. And it looks like Fox News and Fox Corporation are struggling to do that. Could this herald the end of the fake news era? Only time will tell. So with that kind of announcement out of the way, we will jump into our longer news stories for the day, but I wanted to let you guys know, of course, if this case is settled, if it goes to trial, we will make sure to update you guys on how it plays out. So stay tuned for that. For our first longer story, though, two men were arrested by the FBI in New York for conspiring with China. And then we will jump into the Ralph Yarl story. It's going to be the longer story for today. But first and foremost, two men were arrested and charged in New York for conspiring with the People's Republic of China and for destroying evidence while conducting a Chinese police outpost in lower Manhattan. So it feels like these charges are less about what happened exactly and more about letting China know we're on to them and do not want their interference in our country. The FBI raided these offices at 107 East Broadway. They were very nondescript, but this actually isn't the first time that this has happened either ireland canada and the netherlands have also had to conduct similar raids and kind of oust these chinese police outposts in their countries as well it's so bizarre to me both men who were arrested are american citizens but one does maintain a residence in china the Chinese embassy in the past has tried to paint these men as generous volunteers who were just helping out the Chinese government when expats needed things like a driver's license or something along those lines. LOL. All we can say about this, China will always paint their subterfuge as casual and misunderstood, but at this point, it's too common and too in-your-face to not see it for exactly what it is. Attempts to infiltrate, manipulate, and control American lives and leadership. And next up for today, this will be our longer story for the day. I do have to issue a content warning here, though. This story involves the shooting of a child. So a black child was shot in the head for knocking on the wrong door, you guys. Here we are again. Further proof that black humans here in America are not safe when performing everyday activities. Just living their lives. In Kansas City, Missouri, a 16-year-old boy went to pick up his twin brother from a friend's house. Can't count the number of times I did that when I was 16. Only he went to 115th Terrace, Not 115th Street. It was one block away from where his siblings were. And this simple mapping error almost cost this child his life and definitely cost him his childhood. According to accounts from news outlets online, as well as, you know, rumors circulating on social media, Ralph Yarrell, this 16-year-old boy, went up to the door, rang the doorbell, and was promptly shot in the head by the homeowner, through the door, who then stood over his body and shot him again. This is likely not a standard ground case because the boy had not actually entered the home. Ringing a stranger's doorbell is not illegal, nor is it grounds to shoot someone. From what we know right now, the shooter was white. Ralph miraculously lived through this experience. He ran to three different homes, bleeding and looking for someone to help him. And finally, someone did help him, but only after instructing him to lie on the ground with his hands up.
1: Protecting the energy supplies that keep our homes warm innovating for a more sustainable and resource-efficient world, and why more women are needed for the future of engineering. I'm Fran Scott, maker and pyrotechnician, and these are just some of the things I'll be exploring that are making a world of difference in our new series of the Process Automation Podcast from ABB. Tap the button to listen and follow the Process Automation Podcast now.
2: Turo is the world's largest car-sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget. Book an SUV or minivan for a family road trip, a pickup truck for some errands, or even test drive an EV. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Find your drive. Forget boring rental cars at Turo.com.
0: When you see this young boy smile, when you look in his eyes, he's a baby, you guys, a sweet soul. And it is plain to see from the pictures that he loved his siblings, he was doing well in school. He was everything a young man should be at that age. And yet he was treated like a criminal by every person he encountered in that experience. Can you imagine how exhausting that would be, especially for a young person? Today, his father says that he continues to improve at the hospital and is responsive. The shooter, just as of before I recorded this, will now face two felony charges, first-degree assault and armed criminal action. So one of those charges alone carries a minimum of 10 years in prison with a maximum of 30 years. Ralph Yarol's family has retained several civil rights attorneys to fight this case. So the first one is Ben Crump from Florida, who has worked on several high-profile cases such as Trayvon Martin, Breonna Taylor, and George Floyd. They also retained Lee Merritt, a Texas-based civil rights attorney who represented the family of Cameron Lamb, who was fatally shot by a Kansas City police officer, so a Kansas City-specific case. There's also a GoFundMe started by Ralph's aunt to cover his medical bills and potentially maybe his legal ones as well. By this time, over a million dollars has already been raised for Ralph, and we will go ahead and link that GoFundMe in our bio. And that for today, you guys, is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, Courage doesn't always roar. Sometimes courage is the quiet voice at the end of the day that says, I will try again tomorrow. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar free media. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from
1: Protecting the energy supplies that keep our homes warm. Innovating for a more sustainable and resource-efficient world. And why more women are needed for the future of engineering. I'm Fran Scott, maker and pyrotechnician, and these are just some of the things I'll be exploring that are making a world of difference in our new series of the Process Automation Podcast from ABB. Tap the button to listen and follow the Process Automation Podcast now.